Hello, hello, everyone, and um, welcome back to that film you like. It's uh, it's it's been about three weeks or four. The welcome even. back is actually appropriate now. Yeah, because we've left you on a map of this cliffhanger. I'm gonna. I I've already what? sworn. I've already <laughs> sworn. I can't believe I've done this. A massive cliffhanger. Um, but yeah, so we said we'd bring you part two, and this is part two. So thanks for waiting. Yeah. If if anyone's actually listening to this, if you're listening, it's too late. Um, oh Duel, my god! No, start a... with the Drake thing. <laughs> yeah, Duel's now a Drake fan. It's too late. You can't. Uh, no, I'm not. Can't stop I'm it. Not. He denies it, but we all know it's true. Okay, so first of all, we're gonna start by saying, "Hey, man, if you go to a concert, I hope you're safe. Okay, I really hope you're safe because of what's happened." With Travis Scott's concert, Astroworld, eight people are dead, thousands are injured. Yes. And Travis Scott, get better doing concerts, dude. Like, I was watching Playboy Carti and how he dealt with, like, his concert in Chicago when it was getting too rowdy. And he actually, like, stopped the concert and was like, hey, guys, I've just been told our concert's a mess and people are having seizures can we just stop for like five minutes and actually allow these people to get help? Uh, and hey, no one died at that Playboy Cardi concert because that's how it's yeah. supposed to be done. I think there's like a thing to be said about being aware of crowd control and trying not to be ignorant of like, there's like a culture around Travis Scott and his concert and his like, you know, his enabling of the sort of, you know, crazy people hot up on any sort of drug they can find, sort of you know, scrapping and moshing in in a, in a in a massive festival. It's 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 very unsafe. There has to be an awareness about it. So, I think that there's like I don't know, there are a few lessons to be learned generally about crowd control, and and health and safety at concerts. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, videos came out of people jumping on top of security vehicles and ambulances, and like Travis kept performing. 34 or 37 minutes after the event was already declared a mass yeah. death event uh so yeah maybe don't be an asshole travis scott and also not it obviously the blame doesn't fall solely on travis it's also his team no. anyone could have told him what was going on but also if it's your concert you are responsible for the audience of that concert and the yeah. set well-being he's, he's of the the of no blame at all it's it's just a it's a general it's a tragedy about how how it's been dealt with since then as well and mm. sort of like a big, there's been a big scapegoating thing a lot of people have tried to pin the blame on cameramen and sort of hired roles for for the festival in it, it doesn't fall completely on them either some i mean cameramen have just about as much power to stop a concert as people that are going you know they're, they're spokes on the wheel it's it it, it goes from the top and yeah. it's 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 just a general shame about how the, the, how it's all been dealt with you know it's all been a sort of like a lax thing and you know someone you know travis scott is covering funerals and whatever it, there needs to be a bit more accountability there yeah and it, yeah it's just a, it's a general shame absolutely and for that reason we decided that we're not going to be reviewing the new singles that travis scott has dropped this week no, we just feel like it's poor taste um but yeah. what we are going to review is all that bloody music that we we didn't have enough time to review like forever we're, we're running yeah. out of time what we're going to be reviewing is all of the music that a we didn't cover last week and all the new music since 
uh that last that last episode i said last week but that episode was like four or five weeks ago yeah god we listen man life has been hard life's returning to uni has kind of hit us we've been busy boys very busy generally um but yeah so it's been difficult to fit in a bloody recording session but we will be more regular because we're getting used to it and we're picking picking it back up so we're we're informed now are we starting with the track though yeah might as well uh so one one of the albums we did not review uh, before we went on that massive long hiatus over the summer was 21 oh, massive Pilots. <laughs> massive and long. That's what they call me. Down no, it's, actually scaled, it's actually scaled and icy, they call you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> scaled and icy, yeah, because of my bad skin condition. They're really mean <laughs> down at that strip club, man. They always, they always, they always cussing me out. I don't, I don't very, appreciate very poetically, that quite frankly. Very, no, quite no. Well, there's nothing poetic about Scaled and Icy. That is uh, true. T- 21 Pilots' new-ish album. Uh, yeah, it just sucks. I don't want to waste time. Man. All of it. I don't want to waste time. It's just garbage. If you like Scaled so and Icy, you're wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I what, think hu- what hurts me, though, is that the Trench was so good to me. It was really mm. good. And they. this is an active attempt to be bad at music. And and it and it is bad. So I don't know what else to say. I do, it's just terrible. Yeah, I mean, I get that it was made over the COVID nineteen pandemic, but you know, uh, and in the whole law of trench, it's supposed to be like intentionally bad, but it's just bad. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just poppy BS. Like it's. I just... don't. I I don't get that sort of the mentality about. Uh, when musicians are like, we need to parody what's bad about our music in hopes that people will realize how bad our music is. Yeah. Then you make bad music. That's like, you did that on purpose. You're feeding into it. And then what's the point of me listening to you anymore? It doesn't make any sense. And I'm sorry to all, all any fan of this album, but you, you, you're completely misguided. You've missed the point. <laughs> and it, it's, it's a mistake even thinking about listening to this album. It's terrible. It's all mm. bad. There is nothing redeemable about it, and I will not hear anything else. <laughs> Joel has a lot of pent-up anger, Apologies and he's letting it all out. It's bullshit, to be honest. And, and like, I just, I, I I'm going to have to censor that. Yeah, you better bleep that out, because I can't believe, I can't believe that people that think these musicians are smart people, like Tyler Joseph, they, people conceive that he is an intelligent musician. To think that you would produce parody in the hopes that we'd all realize it was parody and enjoy it for that. It's insanity. Next thing we didn't we didn't talk about is not bad. It's good, in my opinion. And that's Black Midi's Cavalcade. Obviously, Darrell, yes. you're a big Black Midi fan. Schlagenheim was like you you Indeed. were Schlagenheim for Schlagenheim. <laughs> you absolute was. slag. I was doing that fake verb for this new verb, and and, it, <laughs> and it, this this album is really good as well. Cavalcade is is a a great prog rock rig morale, and I really Whoa, really enjoy a lot it. Of words. Prog Indeed. rock rig morale. Say that ten times fast. You can't. I will not do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the album is it's, it's so good, really captivating in a in a completely different way to Schlagenheim was, but it still captures the essence of the eclectic music that Black Midi create. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, I, 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 that's the thing. I haven't really returned to it since I first listened to it way back when. But well, you're it's a definitely some. 
yeah i i am i am <laughs> undoubtedly um yeah. but yeah i think i think it has a <laughs> more like prim- premeditated approach to the writing and and recording yeah. And it's less improvers, improv, um, improvers, <laughs> less improvers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, and pretty bloody good in my opinion. Uh, but we must move on. Go listen to yes. that. Sorry, guys, yes. we are. This episode is a bit rushy because we've got to cover Lightning so much fun. music. We've got to go. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about J Cole's The Off Season. No, we didn't. How are we feeling we about J Cole's The Off Season? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's good. It's good. That's it's good. Um, I am not incredibly hot on it. I I ha- I don't. How can I? I'm not the biggest J Cole fan. Okay, I think that this is his best. You've album. listened to our previous episodes, so you'll know that because Joel was like, that. I said, what about we were talking about our favorite rappers, and I said, what about J Cole, and Duel said, what about J Cole? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since I think this is his best performance on a, a set of records, like uh, personally, I, I I really enjoyed the majority of these songs. I don't think it's album of the year, like people have been saying, but I think that it's a solid rap album that I I would I would happily go back and listen to. Like ninety five South is an incredible opener, and I could admit that, you know. Yeah, great production quality for sure throughout the album. Um, and I know that it's kind of supposed to be an in-between between like, you know, he, he's it, it's prep basically for, for another album. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Everyone was like super on it when it first came out, but I feel like it kind of, people kind of were like, uh, okay, maybe we- The hype ma- did die down quite quickly yeah. as the bigger releases came out in the year. Yeah, may- maybe we overhype this. Like, I mean, this year has been a great year for music. Like, a new J. Cole album, a new Kanye album, a new Tyler album. Like, just crazy for for music generally. But um, yeah. yeah, it's not bad, but it's it's not really something that stuck with me. I couldn't even tell you one one of the names of the songs. Um, <laughs> but that's maybe because I didn't do research. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say that it's because it's not that memorable. It's not even J. Cole's fault at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my fault as a reviewer. Um, okay, next. So, yeah, J. Cole's off season. Pretty good season. Pretty good season for him. It's a lovely season. Okay, next album, Life's a Beach by Easy Life. Uh, did you listen to this one? I actually did. Oh, and what did you think of it? I actually did. It was nice. I thought it was nice. That's nice is my take, genuinely. I, I, uh, it's quite an alternative sort of thing going on. Mm. Uh, but I, I, uh, I like, I liked it. What was the single? Do you remember the single that we listened to before the album came out? Um, well, they dropped five singles before the album Daydreams, A Message to Myself, Skeletons, Have a Great Day, and Ocean View. I think, I think what... we did Skeletons, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Skeletons was the, was the memorable one. Um, yeah of those singles but yeah no generally this album is lush it's a brilliant alternative r&b kind of mixed with indie pop kind of setup uh you know easy life they're 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 acclaimed on the indie underground um you know the the little tube line that lets all the indie people get around london the indie underground (laughs) it's like the central line but for people who wear vans 
Um, yeah. And it it goes from it goes from my lens all the way to Curtis Sark, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> With a shop uh, a stop between Shoreditch in the middle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, no, generally this album is really, really great. I love music to walk home to, The Closer. When I first listened to that, yeah, I like died laughing. It's so funny. It's like about, uh, you know, getting home after a night out and like, I don't know. It's absurd. It's brilliant. It's funny. And it's just good music. And like all the, yeah. uh, all the nights out that Adam walks home to all the time. All yeah, you know of... me. All, always on a night out. Always on a bender. I think... I think the canon in the podcast is that you're a raver, not to pull mm. the curtain back, but that's uh yeah, that's that's, well, the, that's the thing, right? I've gone to so many raves, literally, like you know me, big super spreader. Um, for legal reasons, <laughs> this is a joke, happily, and open happily a spreader. I actually hate clubs. Like, I know we're supposed to be like rushing through the music, but I hate clubs. Everyone's like. Oh, Adam, you always leave early at the club because, you know, I'm always at the club, but I hate them so much. So I'm like in the club dancing with the ladies, with the women. And then, <laughs> but there's t- the music's too loud. So I don't even get to speak to all the ladies and women. And then, like, because it's loud, I'm like, screw this. Let me go grab a drink. Then you go to the bar and the bar's fill up, f- filled up with people. And 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 you can never buy a drink. And even when you do buy a drink, it's like expensive for what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like clubs personally. Also, I don't like dancing in front of other people. I dance in my room alone. Um, and that's all. <laughs> you got you've got really good indie boy moves though. I think <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like Wait, really have... I've danced art... in front of you guys, haven't I? Yeah, often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got nice. Very nice rotaty arms and some very <laughs> skippy legs, like like you start to scar. It's really it's interesting. Not, oh, m- I... not many people get to see that, and I I, I feel yeah, privileged. To it's get a rarity. Out. You guys, yeah. uh, if if you ever are blessed with seeing me dance, then uh, count yourself lucky. Count yourself absolutely lucky. <laughs> we must move on from how much I hate clubs and how rare it is to see me dance. So yeah, that's all the music I think that we didn't cover before the hiatus. So yeah, we finally done it, guys. But now let's talk about all that new music that, that like has it. released. Um, yeah. Okay. So new Matt Maltese album, Durrell. Matty Matty Maltese, Mr. Maltese himself. <laughs> and his new album, which is called. It is called Durrell. You know what it's called. We all know what it's called. Good morning, it's now tomorrow, Adam. Exactly. Good morning, it's now tomorrow. (laughs) I wasn't stalling for time. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't stalling for time so I could Google it. Shut up. Of course you were. So yeah. Good morning, Durrell. It's now tomorrow. Too late. No, it isn't. It's today and we're recording. But the album is really good. Really, really bloody good, good. of yes. course it is and i'm gonna see him i'm gonna see him on valentine's day with my partner oh cute cute thank cute, cute. You. thank you well i am single so you know all the ladies <laughs> at the club all the ladies at the club if you want to come meet me i mean hopefully the matt maltese <laughs> the music isn't too loud hopefully um it's not that surely not i'm sure he'd be nice and gentle with his voice and stuff yeah that's the thing. I, I I wonder what a Matt Maltese concert is like because you're not really moshing to Matt Maltese, are you? Is it just of a bunch of people not. crying in a room? Is that we what just it is? Thought it, I it, I can imagine it's all we just stand 
kind of nice near to each other, enjoying things. Probably hug a bit, hmm. a bit of embracing. What, just you just hugging random people? Not necessarily your partner. Well, I mean, I'd hug Matt sometimes. Well, oh, hmm. that's weird. Oh, Matt, Matt will tease himself. You go up that's on stage weird. and just hug just him gonna, yeah, while he's playing the yeah. piano. Yeah, no, Matt will tease isn't the type to do a stage dive. Good morning, Matt. It's now tomorrow. Yeah. So, I, I mean... Yeah, maybe be a nice. It'd be, it's a much more pleasant. I think you, that's the sort of concert you you'd be up for. A nice, a sort of pleasant, not low energy, but you know, not. There's no combat. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I love myself a good mosh pit. I love a mosh pit as much as the next guy. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, about the album, it's all really yeah. good. Um, mm. in my personal opinion, this is my favorite Matt Maltese album. Um, that's only if you're counting the albums, though. Madhouse is still his best thing that he's ever done, in my opinion, at least. But this, wow. this, what do you not think so? Um, <laughs> I, I know not. Craig doesn't agree with me. I really like Madhouse, but Bad Contestant is is uh, per- there we go. Yeah, Mad Bad Contestant. <laughs> I personally, it's his magnum opus to me so far. You know, I love I love Bad Contestant because it has the song Nightclub Love, which perfectly encapsulates how I feel about clubs. Um, right. So let, let me let me pull up the lyrics for Nightclub Love really quickly. Yeah, no, uh, no. Be... you already had them pulled up is what you meant to say. Yeah, yeah. No, I, absolutely. I'm just I, I actually wanted you to correct me there. Um, I did. So yeah, I have done. Nightclub Love. He, he's got uh, he's got the first opening lyric is, hey, there, city girl. Glad I ran into you here. I am. I'm not one for nightclubs, but I'll make exceptions for you, dear. This music's too loud and Jeep. I just don't (laughs) like crowds. I pass you a drink while the creeps circle around you. I'm not singing it right. Trying to figure out if I'm just one of them too. It it perfectly encapsulates how I feel about clubs. But anyway, that's bad contestant. We're talking about Good Morning, It's Now Tomorrow. That's true. Um, That's what we're actually talking about. That is actually what we're talking about. Uh, now, yeah. first of all, good morning. The opening itself is like just so upbeat, so happy, so optimistic, so good. And then it continues being optimistic with the song Shoe, which uh, Craig, what was it about Shoe again? When Matt Mortiz sings, You are my left shoe, it sounds like you're my erection. Yeah. According <laughs> to Craig and Elizabeth, that's, uh, that's the law. By the way, guys, that's Craig. Uh, he's, yeah. he's our friend and he's sitting in on the podcast. Thank you, Craig. Friends. Oh, <laughs> we're lovers. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh no, you're his left shoe. I think that's what. I'm, I'm, I'm his, I'm his uh, erection or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that is not making the cut whatsoever. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, everyone adores you. Really sweet song. At least I do. Thank you, Adam. Um. Thank what? No, not you. No, I'm talking about Craig. I'm talking about oh. Craig. Oh my god! Uh, well, this is the this is the Adam and Darrell show. Isn't it? <laughs> you deserve an Oscar. Brilliant Thank song. Thank you, Adam. Made made Craig cry. <laughs> made me cry a bit. Um, Lobster, another really good song. <laughs> Outrun the Bear is like one of my favorite songs on here. Like yeah. that just thing of like liking Love someone so much that you like do anything to be with them, even feed yourself to a bear. And Craig yeah. loves a bear. I'd um, do that. I, could, I would love to do that. Yeah, well, exactly. See, Craig and I would just feed ourselves to a bear, whether it meant anything to our partners or not. 
Um, a Thousand Tears Deep is a good song for crying. Uh, don't ask me how. I know that. Um, Mystery. Wow. Uh, sorry, no, We Need to Talk. Another good song for crying. Uh, yet again, can't speak from personal experience. Definitely not. Are you going to uh, say these are all good songs for crying, Adam? Because that's worrying uh, to me. Not all of them are, but I feel like the second half of the album gets better for crying. Uh, yeah. Mystery, really good. It's a mystery, mystery. Um, brilliant stuff. Uh, wow. Not my singing, Matt Maltese's song. Um, Oldest yeah. Trick in the Book. Oldest Trick in the Book is like, I don't know, I found this song... I listened, like, he, he brought out this album at a weird time for me because I'd, um, the whole story about, like, I'd asked you out to coffee and that was the oldest trick in the book kind of thing. It's like, I just asked someone out for coffee and then he came out with this song <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've used the oldest trick in the book. Did it work? Uh, well, to, to, to be confirmed. I see, I see. Uh, Looking, another really good one. Uh, Rat Race is probably my least favorite on the album. Um, well, but it's still not bad. Um, I've really <laughs> up my thumb as well. That's not good. What? That's not a that's not a song on the album. It's just something I've noticed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was I was holding my microphone and now my now my thumb hurts. Oh, I might it's have to not, go to well, A and E. Not A and E for the thumb. <laughs> thumb and E. And what you go in there and be like, oh, I hurt my thumb. I don't know how, but I did. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I don't know why this is happening. But also, so the closer Krakow, Krakow, depends on how you yeah. say it, uh, really hit me. Correct, right? Really hit me because I've been to Krakow. Um, right. And that was February of 2020, which was the worst month of my life, most likely. Um, and it was when I went to Auschwitz. Uh, I'd just been broken up with a week before that, I think. And then oh, I went to Krakow. And then went to Auschwitz like the same day. So that yeah, that terrible. was depressing. But that song like perfectly encapsulates how Krakow feels. Um, like, yeah, it, it it reminds me of my trip to Krakow. He's got it very right, especially when you've just been broken up with. Thanks a lot, person that, who broke up with me. That doesn't me. help exacerbating it at all, does it? Doesn't yeah, help. yeah. Um, but anyway, I've been talking a lot. What do you think of it, Darrell? Well, it's just that. Well, to just piggyback, it is an emotionally potent album. And uh, it, it it certainly works if there is a uh, some resonance with 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 yourself. Uh, I I'd recommend listening to it just for the for the thrill of being hurt consistently for about forty minutes. Absolutely, yeah. So, how many Garfields are you giving it? Um, I'll give it a uh, I'll give it one and a, one and three quarters. What you're going to cut Garfield in one and three quarters? Why not? That's, that's one cat and one. No, he wouldn't mind. He doesn't care unless it's I'll a do Monday. It on, I'll do it on a. I'll do it on a Monday as well. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, next up on my list is JPEG Mafia's new album LP. Right. Exclamation no, mark. It's LP. <laughs> LP. Now, Darrell, did you listen to LP offline or online? Offline, because it's the better one. It is the better one, yeah. So basically, for those of you who don't know, JPEG Mafia's new album, LP. LP! Which is really good. Um, he you say made... it like James Acaster when you say it. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Ken Town FC. LP! LP! LP, yeah. <laughs> SW9 gag! SW6 gag! But yeah, so LP, he released it in two different versions so the offline version which was what he uploaded to youtube is like 
the whole thing. There's no breaks. Um, and it's just like the whole album and with added yeah. tracks and different track uh, layout. But LP Online is what's on most streaming services. Um, and that's the one I listened to first. But then I went to go listen to Offline um, afterwards. And Offline is the better version. Um, yes. Just like objectively the better version. The but yeah, content wise um, and just the way it's set up. But that being said, if, if you can only listen to Online, it's not bad either because this album yeah. is amazing. It's phenomenal. It's terrific. How many how many ways can I say it's a really good album? All those. Ones, hell, get off three, my back, three man. Times. Yeah. Three times. I think that's it. Three times is enough. Why? Why you need more? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why are you asking me for more ways to describe this bloody album? Huh? Yeah. What's your problem, dude? You come to this podcast for me to review music? Ugh. Disgusting. Get your own opinions. Such a needy person. You <laughs> need to back off right now. You're making my plan dunk comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, now that we've gone that out of the air, um, yep. let's talk about this track by track. So Trust was the single that he dropped before the album. And it's a banger. And it's a banger, yeah. I love that synth kind of thing that he has set up and the way it like, goes on and on. Yeah, um, it's, it's actually my. I think it's my favorite on the album, and I and I and I really? besides besides bald because it's still my favorite of his songs from like recent time. Yeah, well, but, I guess it, if we're talking about like album specific, because obviously bald bald remix and cutie pie had all appeared on EP one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so trust is your favorite of the album. Okay, I think I so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't agree, but I think it's a brilliant track. Um, and then we got dirty. Money make you look dirty. Um, <laughs> so yeah, another really good track. Uh, Peggy just yeah. bringing the glitchy production mixed with like Very, really hard really, bars. It's almost like I don't know. It's like there are a few of these artists that are coming out recently that just they're doing things in a, a, a sort of really warped form of eclectic like there's just this sort of very glitchy electronic production that people are bringing to the table it, and i know that jpeg was really experimental in that way but mm. like with this album it still feels like it's something different that he's doing you know there's a, yeah. there's a hint of it on on all my heroes the cornballs like but this this al- album is uh is it, it just it takes it in a different direction which i really like mm. i really like a lot of it is quite glitchy but more controlled in a way more deliberate yeah for sure i i definitely agree um the only per- like thing that i can compare it to which we will compare it to when we talk about it is like injury reserve um but yeah you will come on to that don't don't make us talk about it now um yeah. but yeah then the next track nemo really good i like how he kind of like strips it back with the with the um track on nemo like the backing track it's like just kind of Diddly do. That, that, that's that's not exactly what it sounds. Well, that like. sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> JPEG just sampled me saying diddly do. Yeah. Um, but the next track after Nemo is probably my favorite track on the album, uh, which is End Credits. Um, when I first yeah. listened to this, so I listened to LP on the bus to uni. And the first time I listened to this track, my eyes just widened. Like, I was like, what? This is like nothing I've ever heard from JPEG or from anyone ever. Like, it was insane. It's kind of like, yeah. this, it's got this guitar rock, like heavy rock vibe to it. But with JPEG's like 
you know, hip hop flows on top of it and great sampling. Uh, take take the block sample. out. <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you that I uh, that's that's a, a nice snippet from wrestling. He keeps doing this. Uh, yeah, uh, it's really it's really really well used though. This is I mean that that is just like a funny clip in general. It's just an old <laughs> like sixty five year old guy talking about how he takes out glocks and shoots people on the side of the road. Spill <laughs> like, his brains across the concrete. It's just it's hilarious. His mm. use of sampling is just so innovative in a way that I don't know only like Benny the Butcher uses samples like that yeah in a way to like inform narratives of songs it's just mm. so clever like it's so clever yeah absolutely and I think like the next like eight tracks after sorry the next five tracks after end credits are like some of the best track by like track to track back to back like they're the best tracks I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, <laughs> like <laughs> back to back, so, track to track. You'll take like, one of the best consecutive songs, right? Absolutely, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the best back to back track run um, that I've yeah. ever seen on an album. You've got end credits. Then what kind of rapping is this? Which is just Peggy, like kind of almost like shadow boxing. Uh, like, like it's almost like he's in a rap battle against like shadows. Like he's not even actually, obviously he is criticizing modern music and the like modern kind of rapping, but like no one called him out. He's just calling everyone else out and like throwing jabs at people. It's so good. Um, yeah. Great production yet again. Then Thoughts Prayer is kind of a more chill vibe, um, similar to some of the stuff that he did on All My Heroes Are Cornballs, like uh, Jesus forgive me, I am a thought. Uh, don't take that out of context. Um, but yeah, thoughts you are prayer forgiven. Is... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. Wait, does that mean you're Jesus? Cancelled. Hashtag Darrell Gale is over party. <laughs> um, but yeah, thoughts prayer, really, really good. More chill, relaxed, lo-fi. And I enjoy it. Then are you happy? Like the sample in are you happy with, are you happy with the way your life is going? Kind of stuff like threw me for a loop. Um, yeah. And then, sorry, go on. No, I just said, yeah. Oh, <laughs> go on, elaborate on that. Elaborate on yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's elaboration. <laughs> I'll accept that. Um, Rebound, really, really, really good track um, about how, like, Peggy B, 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 he B, he do B, um, really like, do. sleeping around, <laughs> and then girls getting upset about it, and, like, Rebound, you know? You you know what rebound is you you, you know the you know that you know the lifestyle man that you, yeah. you've been there been there done I, that Adam obviously I can I'm I'm like Pitbull I'm like Mr Worldwide I've been there I've done that I've I've rebounded <laughs> I've actually never rebounded uh, I'm a respectable gentleman he's not even bounded I'm not even bounded not even once <laughs> never um, bound oh, two <laughs> bound two bound three perfect um, <laughs> OG is really good as well. Um, is 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 OG the track that has uh, D Det Mafia? Because there's another Mafia on there, oh, isn't there? Oh my god, I don't remember. I, I, uh, I think let it me search it up. I mean, I already know. I'm not searching anything up. You're searching something up. Ah, Dat Piff Mafia. Yeah, Dat Piff. Dat Piff. Yeah, and it's on Rebound actually. The Dat Piff Mafia makes a feature. Um, for those of you who aren't aware. JPEG Mafia is not the only uh, file type prefix um, guy. 
uh, he used to be a part of a collective of like uh, not JPEG Mafia, not only JPEG Mafia, but like um, PNG Mafia and stuff like that. And Datpiff Mafia is is one of those people who are part of that collective of experimental mm. rappers uh, and producers. Uh, and I think they met in Tokyo or they like were working in Tokyo while they lived there or something. But JPEG Mafia is the most successful member of the of of the file type prefix mafia <laughs> so yeah i don't know um but yeah really good og really good sick and sick nervous and broke is another like standout for me um what's your favorite my favorite would probably either be end credits rebound or thoughts prayer um mm. but yeah kissy face emoji also good the ghost of ranking dread i love that like uh track um but also i feel like Obviously, Cutie Pie Bald and Bald Remix are like bangers, but I kind of wish he didn't put them onto LP. And putting them at the end in the succession is just a weird choice for me. Yeah. That's my, like, one of my only complaints is that putting Bald and the remix to the same song right Mm, next to each other. Back to back. Yeah. Just feels so awkward. It just feels so weird. We have to go like, yeah, Bald, Bald. And then it's like, Bald again, bald, and Dead Dog Curry's there. It's like fuck. he's not bald, <laughs> but is he? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, right next to each other. It's just yeah. Give it some space. I don't know. Put uh, something else in the middle or something. I don't know. But like, or just remove them entirely. I I, I feel yeah, like it's a bad way to totally end the album. Out. They're out yeah. already. Yeah, it just yeah. it fall, it falls flat at the end, and that is it. Because the rest mm. of like the, all the original LP songs are actually quality all of them. yeah the wor- one of the like the worst the, the song i like the least is probably an eight out of ten mm, which is which is safe, safe right well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you what song it is because i don't okay. want to be hard but yeah. i it's just it's just you know i didn't could even tell you which song i like the least to be honest because <laughs> i like them all so i don't even haven't figured out what i don't like <laughs> yeah how would how would you say this ranks uh, compared to the in previous his, two albums, yeah, and his in his discography. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I, I. Uh, hmm, well, that's tough. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem. That's not fair. You know me. Good. I'm always asking the difficult questions. Like... I still think that I still think that Cornballs and Veteran are, are better though. But this okay. is this is really good in a different way. Mm. It's like it's like the difficulty with. Radiohead's discography, <laughs> <laughs> which we will come on to next week when we do our Radiohead retrospective. When, when it's just when artists are so prolific, you find it hard to rank their discography because it's so because it's of such a good quality consistently. I mean, this is three albums in three years, mm. and then and a quality series of EPs. It's hard to choose with him. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna choose. <laughs> Hold I mean, on him, huh? <laughs> what, what what you said about like consistency is true. He's consistently produced amazing music, um, but yeah. there, it's also like he's got variety. Something I was thinking about today as I sat bored at work was if variety is the spice of life, then a varied life is a spicy life. Ooh, ooh, hot spicy life. Ooh. Do you live? Do you do you live spicily? Give me some milk for that spicy life. Yeah. Yeah, I do live <laughs> spicy. I live a very spicy life. You're um, a real milk boy, huh? You want some milk for your spice? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I would say 
probably my favorite album of his is still Veteran. It would go Veteran, LP, and then All My Heroes Are Combles. All My Heroes Are Combles is still a banger, though. Um, right. But yeah, no, I agree with what you said, generally. Um, but wow. yeah. Are you ready to move on to the next wow, thing? Wow, wow. Okay. What is the next thing? Well, we, we, we could talk about Kid <laughs> A Amnesia. Okay. Um, but we're going to do our radio perspective do- next week. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's not do that. Okay. Let's talk about the new Amine album. Uh, yes. Th- which is called, you, you, you know, you know what it's called. It's I know what it's called. It's 2.5. 2. 2.5. I knew that. I was just making sure that you knew it. <laughs> the last album was called 1.5. Was it? No, it wasn't. It was called Limbo. Oh, oh, the one before Limbo. This is a series of 0.5s. But, so what do you think of 2.5, Duel? I love it. Well, for the most part. I, uh, it's, mm. it's, really, it's, re- it's a really good, solid album. It's, it's interesting. It's, it's, uh, it's not exactly everything that Abonnate does on every album, but I, I think there, there was a nice genre blend going on. And uh, I found it to be really captivating. Really, really big bangers on this on, on this album. Huge, like the first four songs, or five, and then um, Child Man, Child undeniably a great song. Yeah, after. I'd say Twisted and Charmander are like really, really good. Like my favorite tracks of the album. Though I do like Yippee Yay, like the yeah. the opening thing of. Whatever you're going through, shake some ass. Shake some like, ass. That's what I need to hear. Very positive, I need to right? shake some ass. Yeah. I need to shake more ass, but not at the club. That's where my ass stays firmly unshaken. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about my ass. Sorry. That's all right. I can't tell if he said some trash on Van Gogh or not. Like, he said some, he said like, he said this ain't a Van Gogh because a Van Gogh stupid or something. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, I don't like know that. if that's trash or that's really funny. <laughs> I like <laughs> there was a lot of that though. Like you just it seemed like a lighthearted, lighthearted kind of fun kind of thing going on. You know, it was just really fun. All the song titles are a bit goofy and you know, it was nice. It was fun. Yeah, was a fun album. I'd agree with you on that. Yeah, it's like um for the most part, it's it's a very lighthearted album, and he doesn't take himself too seriously, which was nice and like. Obviously, Limbo was a good album and like one of our favorites of last year, but it was in many ways a more serious album than this. Right. But yeah, the lyric, respect, he, the lyric he said, the lyric he said was, "This ain't no Van Gogh. This is a Van Gogh stupid, Sh- shorty double gawk, and she really goes stupid. Two hand twist. Oh whoa whoa whoa. Like I said before, she's a pro. Whoa 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 whoa. Hmm. 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 Jury's out. Just turned into villagers from Minecraft. Jury's out on that lyric. <laughs> you know. Where, where's Jury? Bring him back. No, Jury's out. He can't Jury's leave. Jury's not coming back. No, no. No. Why is he left? I don't know. Because of the lyric, presumably. I think so. I don't think he likes Amine. <laughs> let's let's move on then. So Jury can come back. Uh oh wait, no, Jury, Jury, Jury's Jury's firmly here on this yeah. next album, which is James Blake. Oh hi, Jury. Hey, Andrew, thanks for coming back. Glad, wow. glad to see you. Um, James, Blake's, James Blake's new album is an absolute banger. And the name of it is, I actually know it this time, Friends That Break Your Heart. Um, mm-hmm. it's, his, it's his album. It's his new album. Are you going to say is. how many albums he's had? 
Uh, I don't know how many albums he has. I think five. I think five. Um, it was initially scheduled for release on the 10th of September 2021, but due to world events as in global pandemic physical production uh was 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 halted and therefore it was delayed until the 8th of october but it's out now and it's really bloody good all of the tracks on here are phenomenal james blake's voice is beautiful as always the production is astounding we've got some great features from scissor jid suave who suave like runs away oh my god he killed that song so good i was thinking i was thinking because i was in transit and i was thinking like ah, jid's on this he's gonna kill this song and then his mm. verse was okay but then this guy suave comes on and like completely steals the show it was incredible yeah frozen, frozen is such a good track yeah it's it's probably one of my favorites um and if you listen to the deluxe edition uh he also <laughs> adds the bonus track of funeral with slow tie i listened to it it's not bad, but it's not that great. Mm. Funeral by itself is a really emotive song and definitely a sad one. Frozen, I was thinking about this, right? I think that Frozen is what mm. people think Ed Sheeran and a rapper sounds like. I think that's what they wish. <laughs> that's what they wish it sounded like. Seriously. Like when it's yeah. Ed Sheeran and Eminem <laughs> on a track and mm. they're like, oh yeah, that was really good. It was a great blend of pop and actual raw <laughs> hip hop. No, it was not. No, it wasn't. This yeah, is exactly yeah. what that is. And if you think that it's good, go listen yeah. to that and, ch- and change your mind. That, that song is incredible. Mm. I actually really love the song with Scissor as well. Coming back. Oh my God, the start of that song is like the most compelling thing. I, I think that's my favourite one. Famous last words. Famous last words of coming back is up there for me. Yeah, famous last the 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 album itself, like the whole narrative is so interesting. It's got to do with like obviously friends that break your heart and like falling in love and then but it's so raw, it's so emotive. Some of the yeah. lyrics and deliveries of, of the lines he gives are like, damn James, who hurt you? Can I give you a hug, man? Um, but yeah. also the way that he sets it up is like I think there's the track Say What You Will. Um that single that came out a few few months like a month ago, so Say what you will is interesting. Um, in the music video for it, it's like because he talks about his his young self and being replaced by all the like new guys. And the guy in the music video is Phineas. Um, is it? And it's it's like James feels like he's being replaced by Phineas, um, right. which he has to some extent. And Phineas and Billy Eilish have definitely been influenced by James Blake and his production sound. Like. Oh. I say influence. They pretty much robbed James Blake of his, uh, of his production sound. But no, anyway. no comment. No comment. What? What? You don't agree? No, I do. Oh, Completely. that's one we didn't talk about. We didn't Completely. talk about the new Billy Eilish album. Yeah, we didn't. And we're not going to. I've got nothing to say about it. It was. It was just not good. But say what you will. It's like he sells himself very short. He's being very negative. Like, dude, make us. You made a song with Beyonce. Like, you, you, you've collaborated with Kendrick Lamar. And like so many big artists and you're saying like, oh, it's OK. I'm OK. Not being like this, the shooting star or like the, the big thing. It's like, dude, you're still a very, very talented musician and have many industry connections. Yeah. Um, so to some extent, that might appear disingenuous or it might just be, hey, man, just don't beat yourself up. But um, it, it feels like Friends That Break Your Heart is like a perfect way to end the album, but then it's not the closer. He then 
doesn't resolve it like that. He then brings, if I'm insecure, which is all about his insecurities after the fact. It's like, in terms of a narrative structure, he doesn't, he leaves it unresolved, which I think is intentional and it's an interesting way to yeah. frame the album. I found that to be a lot more genuine than find it, because I really like that. I mean, you can tell with like an album sometimes where, I mean, if it's titled The Closer, then that's the narrative it's going for. It sort of reaches a conclusion. And then, but like, I mean, the conclusion was, well, you thought with with Friends That Break Your Heart, the, the actual song, that it was like a resolution of, you know, realising what went wrong with, with your life and whatever. But I think that hmm. what's actually more genuine is just that you can realise that and then not do anything with the information. Just, you know, you can go further into the introspection anyway. There might be a reason that it was your friends that did it. You know, it, it just... The album is much more emotive by being more honest than being like a, a completed narrative. It's way, way more captivating the way it is. And I was I was initially quite confused because normally artists are sort of going with the angle that, oh, you know, we have to resolve it so that people have something to hope for. But, you know, if you want to be genuine and raw and and honest, then do what do what James Blake did here. This is a great album. This yeah. is probably, I would say, his best album, personally, in terms of concept. It's hard to just do what James Blake did here, though, because it's so unique. I, I think this yeah. is definitely like album of the year uh, potential for me. Like, uh, yeah, this album has definitely changed how I look at music. Um, but we have to move on. So, really good album. If you haven't listened to it, which you probably have, but maybe you haven't, definitely check out James Blake's new album. Big, big recommend. Um, yeah. Let's move on to the new Injury Reserve album uh, before I get to Arizona. Okay. Um, well, obviously, Phoenix. you. Phoenix. Sorry, yes, before. Phoenix, well, is, Phoenix is in Arizona. It's in there, yeah, it's in, it's in there. Before I get to Phoenix, obviously, <laughs> Darrell, you have... I, I like Injury Reserve, but you have more of a personal connection with yeah, them, I love them. Uh, I love than them. me. So what did you think of uh, this album? I think this album is uh, is a, a masterpiece. I know a lot of people have said that, but I, uh, I couldn't imagine a posthumous album go so well. It's just so potent emotionally. It's actually, it's really mature about the way it deals with themes and and it's just so incredibly innovative musically like i haven't heard an album like this album and and mm. and and it and then the great album doesn't have to be like that but this does it and it does it so well and so captivatingly it's just it's it's amazing and and i guess there is an element of bias with me because I already love this band I really wanted you know I really wanted to see them flourish but they, I mean this is like they're dealing with something so emotionally raw you know one of the members passing you know shockingly and and it's just so so poignant the way they do it uh I found it hard to start listening because I knew that it was going to be like that but I mean from an analytical sense, this does the job without having the connection I have with the band. You don't have to mm. see, you don't have to have seen Injury Reserve live. You don't have to know about their production style previous to listen to this album and, and be a bit moved, you know? 
absolutely it, it's just it's and it, and it's and it's not that long either so it just it flo- it all flows into this really painful introspective look onto humans and themselves it's just it's 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 incredible yeah i definitely agree with you i mean um yeah for those of you who don't know injury reserve is a trio um and one of their members stepper jay groggs um died during the recording of this album um uh but yeah i'd say like i compared injury reserve to jpeg mafia earlier and that's true but this is far more experimental uh and far more emotionally raw than lp i mean lp is a brilliant album definitely album of the year contender but for different reasons and it's good in different ways though the production quality and like the production style is similar um but yeah no it's it's a terrific album um some of my favorite tracks are like uh probably the closer by storm is is my favorite track it's like rains and pours man but damn man it's really pouring like um that kind of emotional resonance injury reserve not only paying their respects to grogs but also like breaking down the whole ideas of like loss and how you deal with that um yeah yeah top picks for you is also another really good uh probably my second favorite um on the album but yeah definitely go check this out it's for sure yeah emotionally raw emotionally resonant for sure i'm gonna see i'm gonna see him live i don't know how that's gonna go either i'm actually really nervous about that and i'm not nervous about many live shows or any sort of setting like that because you know typically how it's going to be but i mean the way they're going to handle that is is really intriguing to me so i'll probably let you know how that Mm. goes at some point i think it's february so (laughs) please do yeah um and yeah i don't know what the future of injury reserve looks like whether they're going to continue making music without grogs um but we'll see what happens and i'm definitely looking forward if they do want to continue either separately or together yeah i want to see what they do next i'm i'm on board um but yeah let's let's move on um to just some quick things uh mitski i love mitski i've been listening to a lot of mitski recently uh she's dropped two new singles um one she dropped as of the day of recording this uh the only heartbreaker and the other one was working for the knife I don't like working for the knife as much as I do the only heartbreaker. The only heartbreaker is very similar to uh, some of her more optimistic bangers, such as nobody um, washing machine heart, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to her return. It's been a while since she she's made like music and I'm looking forward to listening to that. I agree. I agree. Be the cowboy was really good. Yeah. Uh, and so let's see what Miski does, you know, uh, she'll probably bang it out of the park or whatever the saying is. Um, next up, Surf Curses have dropped some uh, remixes of their very famous song, Freaks. Um, obviously, I love Surf Curse. Obviously, Freaks is a banger of a track, and you've all, I promise you, you mightn't know the name of it, but you've definitely heard it. Um, the remixes are really good. My favorite would probably be uh, Travis Barker's remix of freaks where it's just like it goes yeah he's literally everywhere um but this isn't like bad um he he turns what's like an indie pop rock banger to an emo rock banger like it does sound like something blink 182 would have made but um with surf Curse's unique style i think um so yeah just really really good uh other things the weekend drops in 
couple of new singles. Wasn't bloody Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic, yeah, yeah. Silk Sonic single. If you want to talk about out that. the window, he's a banger again. They're just so mm. good, so good. I mean, I don't, I can't Looking tell if forward to that album. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pax just have this undeniable chemistry. It's just so good. Like if that when that album comes out, that's gonna it's gonna rival a lot of things for me. I think because it's just hitting this nostalgia point, but not being indulgent. It's just it's just something about it. And the you know and the, and the this bitch meme is real good, <laughs> real good. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So that that that's definitely a banger, and I've been listening to all those new singles, and uh, yeah, really good. Um. Other things. Reggie Snow dropped a new single. Arigato wasn't great. Wake Me Up by Falls isn't that that's their new single wasn't bad. Three oh. D Feelings by Alfie Templeman was eh. Uh, one right now, which was Post Malone in the weekend, was eh, uh, Get Better <laughs> by Alt J, because Alt J are dropping new music soon. They are, they are. Um, Get Better was all right, but the one they dropped before that was like pretty, really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, You and Me is the name of that one. And uh, yeah. Abba have an album, Voyage. I've not listened Voyage. to it, or Voyage. I've not listened to it yet. Voyage, yeah. But I'm sure I will, because I mean, it, it's going to be captivating. I think it's just, you know, there's a thing about ABBA and their, like, almost perfect pop writing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know uh, what to think going into it, but I, I, I probably will do it and talk about it next week. Yeah, so I think, Darrell, that's all we have time for. <laughs> I know we wanted to talk about all the music we've been listening to, but we'll probably have to save that for another that's week. That's fine. We'll do it after next week, because next week is a big, big, important, pivotal, big, huge, massive thing. Yeah, uh, we may or may not be covering Radiohead, uh, uh, Radiohead's discography. We may or may not be doing that. We will. We may or may not. May or may not. We're, we're definitely doing that. We'll see how I feel about it. <laughs> we're going to do it. So, yeah, next episode, our 30th episode, uh, will be the Radiohead retrospective. Can you believe that? And then bloody hell, who knows what will happen after that? Probably. Who knows? <laughs> anything could happen. That's true. That's true. Literally anything. Any Joel could fart. I would never. That I could would, happen. I would never. I would never do that. I've got a reputation. He's too. Would... He's too. Yeah. He's too much of a gentleman to fart in, oh, yeah. in the presence of uh, of a friend. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of us, and we're sorry about uh, keeping you waiting. And now we're up to date. And we can continue, and we've got good things in the works. So please keep listening, and also tune in next week for our radio spective, our Radiohead retrospective. So yeah, Darrell, any any closing thoughts? I love you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, and I love you too. I'm sorry to the people. Oh, oh, oh. You're oh, involved. People. Yeah, you no, I, 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 um, I was talking to the people too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, I I, I got to go cry now. So so thanks guys for listening, and we will see you whenever we see you next week. Next week. <laughs> see ya. Bye bye. Love it.